Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two-Ton Bridges, or T-O-Triple-T-B as we are known. My name is Nick and I play Zibby. We'd just like to remind everybody that we are on all the social medias. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Uh, in fact, we're all over Instagram because we like to make our memes. Uh, also, the podcast is T-O-Triple-T-B Podcast. In this week's episode, we appear to get ourselves lost, repeatedly, and one of us is convinced they see something in the darkness. Adventure. Log of Percival Silverlight. Our journey into the jungles of Chult in search of the Soulmonger has brought us face to shin with goblins. But we are victorious. We dispatched our goblin attackers without ceremony. Still, we search for Camp Righteous with a view to deliver Undril Silvertusk to the Order of the Gauntlet. Who knows what other monsters and fiends lay in wait for us. This journey may be more fraught than a book signing tour. Adventure. So, the day dawns with a heavy mist in the air. So this means that uh, vision is going to be uh, fairly reduced. Mm -hmm. And that means uh, for today's travel, um, the navigator, who I assume will be uh, Rana again... Mm -hmm. Rana, um, are you feeling like I'm the effects of the rum have now worn off and you're going to be better at your sense of direction? How many days has it been? <laughs> Four. Uh, it's, this is about the sixth now. day. Yeah. This is the sixth day. God, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it is, actually. This is the sixth day, yeah. Long fucking hangover. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm. We live in hope. First off, as it is a new day, um, uh, everybody will need to apply their uh, their insect repellent that needs it. Slot. Mm -hmm. Just, yep. uh, yeah. Make a note. I dropped the rations down to five as well on the base yeah. that we would have eaten yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll do. We'll deal with that at the at the end of the day. Um, right. However, we have got so, to remember if we're on day five, is it going to take five days to get back to camp? Uh, to get back to town. We're going somewhere that has people and so food, and food. Hopefully, so we should be able to resupply when we get to Camp Righteous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if it's mm -hmm. if we, I mean, do you know how far, how many days worth of travel that still is? No. Do we have an idea? No, because you guys are lost. Okay. We're lost. <laughs> uh, so we might. Yeah, start. you guys are lost. You don't actually okay. know where you are on the on the map just now. Okay. Um, which, speaking of which, I didn't actually double check that whole. Are you guys? Are you guys still lost on the map? Hang on. I also, just double check. Oh, how I missed this giant map. <laughs> Having used your insect repellent, uh, Rana, make me a wisdom survival check. Roll I'm high. So sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, it's not too uh, bad, man. Sixteen plus five, so twenty-one. Oh, 
pretty damn good. Well done, there. Well done. <laughs> we know where we are, surely. <laughs> oh, God, we're back outside Port Nianzaro, aren't we? <laughs> Despite the heavy mist in the air, um, Rana, uh, I, I, well, I don't know what. Are, what are you doing to find out where you are, Rana? Um, Rana shimmies up a tree um, to look down the mm-hmm. length of the river to see where he might have gone wrong and hopefully notices that there was a tributary or some such that he hadn't noticed before when he was down at ground level. And he uses mm-hmm. that yep. to uh, basically realise that, for example, he should have gone left when he actually went right. Um, looks a bit embarrassed. Indeed. Um, and then suggests that we all get back in the boat and get going. <laughs> Doesn't say anything there. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. So... Um, what that means is that you guys are here. Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. Um, we did so, go a little uh, bit too far north. It could be here. Yeah. Wow. Well, you found it. <laughs> there could be a lot of things wrong with this. Yeah. So, uh, right. So, as a result, I'm just going to move the party out of the way a second so, so that I that can about- delete your first X. Yeah. <gasps> Uh, oh, wow! Yeah. Because you have actually you have found this particular location. actually get to reveal that part of the map. <laughs> yeah, it looks exactly it. the same. You have you have found nothing of particular Greg, interest. John, John, I no, to... I play blockbusters, right? That is a coloured block, therefore it's it's a win. <laughs> no, that's fine. I just want to know hexagon. though, like like looking at yeah. the amount of coloured like the hexagons on here. Do we have to get rid of all of these? You do not have to get rid of all of them, but you have to get rid of the right one in order to find where this thing is. Oh my god, I've just realised what we're doing. This is insane. (laughs) Anyway. You know how the other evening John was talking about how how he had never got out of Port Nianzaro past uh, before level five? Yeah. You guys have just barreled into this. Really? We're bad, going, lads. We? It's okay. So, um, we're going to Camp yeah. Righteous. Now, looking at the map from where we are, one, two, is that about four hexes away? Is that right? Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, what's gonna what's gonna have to happen here? Um, is you are going to need to. Um, bear with me. I just need to get the navigational tool. How many days right. is four hexagons worth of travel? Right. Four hexagons. Forty miles ish in a canoe. God. Wow. Oh God! How many? Oh jeez! Have we got to go both sides? If we're in a canoe, though, surely we could go. Eighty miles, basically. But if we're in a canoe anyway, surely we don't need to include both sides because we're going down the river. So not... yeah, because you're in the canoe, um, your travel distance per day is two hexagons. Okay. So that will be four days travel, assuming you don't get lost. So one, two. One, two. To Camp Righteous, is it not two days travel? So, here's the thing. Um, what I was trying to do there is, you guys started over here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then you went in the wrong direction all the way over here. And because you went so far inland, I basically all the, said... All the way down to here. Yeah. Rather than last time where I said you could find a tributary back, um, this time I'm basically saying go you're going to need to move back a square in order to get back on the Shoshin Star. Oh, so you okay. need to go to here. Um, so, and then to go to here. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, back. I think that's yeah. That's our only realistic option, seeing as we have boats. Yeah. Um, it may be worth us trying yes. to get some of those quippers and killing them because we've only got five days rations, and if we did get lost, we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we 
you know, we do have somebody here who's meant to be, like, top dollar. He knows what's good. I don't know what a dollar is. A top gold piece. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. In fairness, if you guys find yourself running low on supplies, you can always forego movement for a day and spend a day in sort of one hex. Hunting. Hunting, essentially. Hunting. We, we, um, we, we, yeah, we, that will essentially, yeah. We, we have enough rations to go on. Yeah. Pretty much to get there. I think it's best yeah. if we press on so we're at least to, to get as close as possible. Yep. Or we're just yeah. going to die. I'm assuming we also filled our skeins up and stuff as well because we're. Um... With water. This was the next question yeah. I wanted to ask about because I've been. I, I have spent today trying to work out the whole rain catcher system. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit infuriating because the book doesn't actually tell you a decent way of, one, determining what the weather is like. Um, which I've had to like work something out from that. The trouble is, um, on a day like today, essentially the way it works out is with this mist, the rainfall you're getting, you would need eight rain catchers apiece wow. in order to collect the two gallons you need to drink in one day. And you would need to have them set up overnight in order to collect that much. Wow. Um, however, you do have a cleric who, as far as I can remember, has created or destroyed water. Is that correct, Zibby? Uh, yes, I still have that. Um, How much can it make? Set up. Yeah. So I can. It can, can make ten gallons. Oh, that's those. I mean, to be honest, I could do it last. Uh, assuming that I hadn't spent any spells, I could do that last thing at night. Mm. Uh, so I've got four spell slots for the next day. Seems fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the thing. With two rain catchers, you would essentially you'd be able to fill both of them completely up. You would lose a couple of gallons each time, but yeah, assuming you didn't have to use any spell slots. I do have a rain catcher as well. You would be able to That's true. You actually have you actually have three rain catchers, I think, between you. And how many does the correctly? On a day like today, for example, how many gallons does a rain catcher make? So the rain catcher from Portney and Zaro. Mm Mm-hmm. It collects eight gallons um, in total. Mm-hmm. On a misty day like today, um, a rain catcher overnight would collect a quarter of a gallon. With you guys having water skins, essentially that means that each of you needs to drink four water skins worth of water every day. Um, <laughs> and because you've got four pints in your water skins. Wow! We're going to be pissing for England. Can you imagine drinking okay. 16 pints a day? I, I imagine we're going to be sweating. It's a hot, humid country, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's the thing. So, so the Ooh. actual upshot of this, the actual upshot of this is that if you're not drinking two gallons of water in a day, you have to suffer a level of exhaustion if you fail a constitution saving throw. Um, and you make that saving throw with disadvantage if you're wearing medium or heavy armor mm-hmm. or heavy clothing. Um, which both Zibby uh, and Undral certainly are. Um, I think, Percival, you've got medium armor I'm on. in, uh, yep, I'm in leather. And I've got none. And Rana, I actually don't know what Rana's wearing. Um, is wearing it light armor or dragon medium? Dragon leather. Um, dino, dino leather, I think, but I don't know if it's light or medium I'm armor. I'm just checking. Uh, it's light armor. Leather armor is light. That would make sense because presumably you'd be wearing stuff that is good to wear. Yeah, um, it's light. 
Plus, given the fact that you are generally a uh, native of Cholt, another one of the little perks you'd get is you probably wouldn't make that with disadvantage even if you were wearing medium armor. You would if you were wearing heavy armor, because that's a different matter entirely. But, um, you're just used to it. Yeah, you're just more used to it than the others. So all this really leaves us at, it, and as I realized, I spent some time agonizing over this until I remembered that the cleric can actually create um, fresh water, <laughs> yeah. um, which makes the whole issue of collecting the water just phenomenally easier. But what we do just need to sort of agree upon is when he's casting those spells and when that then basically means you won't be able to use that. Oh, also, um, he said he can make... Did you say, uh, Zibby, did you say you can make 10 gallons a day? Or per spell? Yes. Uh, yes. So 10 would do five people um, a day. Well, here's the trouble. Hmm. The biggest container that you have, and it does need to be in a container for this uh, for this particular spell, is the rain catchers. And the biggest one you have is eight gallons. So realistically, with each spell, he can only actually create eight gallons, unless you happen to have a ten-gallon Can we not container. do something? Can we not customise it like, between all of the actual players to combine two together? I, I'm afraid I'm going to rule no, because it does specifically <laughs> say it needs to be in a container. Uh, I could freestyle roll Rana trying to build an extra big <laughs> rain catcher, I suppose. Um, but that would be something that Rana doesn't ne hasn't necessarily done before because his village is used to making like rain catchers for like individual rain catchers. So his rain catcher is actually smaller than the ones you'd get in Portney and Zara. So could we buy a ten gallon container that we could reasonably carry about? Well, yes, I did actually look into that as well. You can buy a barrel. Can I just point out that we do have well, not necessarily a cleric per se, but we do have another priest. Uh, in the name of uh, Andrew. You do? How? Yeah. Presumably she would be able to do the same sort of yes. thing. She probably could. Um, because actually she can, as a priest, she probably can she probably can actually switch out spells similar to a cleric, actually. Mm -hmm. And what does Annette so. have? Uh, she, I know she's a student, but doesn't she have some form of... She's She's an acolyte, if I remember correctly. She is indeed. Um, uh, I think. I think at least for the time being, we we call it as um, like at the end of the day, Zibby uh, creates water. We fill those water skins. We leave out the water catchers as well for any additional. Yeah. And you know. Yeah, because yeah, because presumably, if he and Undril say are casting a spell each, then each of them only expends one spell slot. Yeah. yeah. Um, to create water and fill up the two I, eight I would also um, I would also point out I do also have the ability and it was my intention at level two I can take a level one spell which allows me to purify food and water in a five mm. foot cube so I can just purify five foot of filthy river swamp water. or river water to make it drinkable that is a good point you actually. are the dude you would obviously need to also um, separate that water out. You couldn't just, you know, point at a river and cast and cause it to all be like perfect. No. Um, no but yeah, if you could not, if but... you could separate it out in a bucket or something, then yeah, you yeah. could certainly do something or, like that. You know, yeah. Or if we need, um, we need food and we come across, you know, a goblin, I can just <laughs> purify yeah. it. We did come across some yeah. goblins. <laughs> um, yes, but they're now feeding the quippers. So that doesn't quite count. Um, so an acolyte, that's mm. the background, isn't it? Rather than a. Um... No, so there is there is an acolyte background, but there is also there is an acolyte um, monster card. Yeah, that is what 
um, Annette counts as. Okay. Annette is an acolyte because she is a student, a sort of low-ranking member of the organization in uh, Severas, whereas Undril is a... I think she's a priest, actually. Um, so, yeah. yeah, she's a priest. Um, and is, yeah, is, is a bit higher up the chain of clergy command. I, I don't know what the term for that is. Oh, so I'm just having clergy? a quick look as well. Like, if we go by that, so it's the monster type thing, I was just looking on D&D Beyond. She's got, like, at will, she's got cantrips. Uh, this is inept. She's got light, sacred flame, a thaum- thaumaturgy, a thaum- thaumaturgy, yep. whatever you call it. Yeah. Yep. First level, she's got bless, cure wounds, and sanctuary as well. Um, so that's yep. useful. Pretty cool. In Undra's case, Undra's a bit more hardened, being a uh, warrior of Torm. Um, well, warrior priest of Torm, anyway. Um, but for Annette, I kind of rolled on a wisdom, and she just kind of flailed. So she just she was a bit useless <laughs> in that fight, I'm afraid. So she could have been better if she'd rolled higher. So also, but, um, I mean, I'm assuming orders. Annette really isn't a particularly trained fighter, or doesn't really have much in the way of skills. No, for that. she wasn't at all. Um, so, yeah, she is literally with you out of yeah. curiosity. So when um, we go back yeah. in the canoe to start travelling. What I would like to do is go in a canoe with Annette, so I want to start talking to her and offer to help her, to train her, to teach her slightly of how to fight better. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Bit tricky in a canoe, but I'm sure yeah, <laughs> okay. we can... Okay, I'm a monk, uh, right? I can do swishy things with my arms that do not involve <laughs> wobbling. I've got amazing, you know... <laughs> If Mr. Miyagi can teach it, so can I, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, waxing agreed. on and waxing off. Exactly. Circling back around to the dehydration <laughs> thing. Yep. Um, so we're in agreement that with dehydration, Zibi and Undril using a spell slot at the end of the day to fill up the rain catchers, and then if it happens to be heavier rain where there might you might be able to collect enough water without using the spells, then that's just that's a good day, yeah. basically. Yeah. Right. So you've found out where you are. Um, I've pointed out where you need to go to get back onto the river, so I'm assuming you guys are going to want to go that way. So it's sort of it's back one hex and then right one hex to get back onto the Shoshin Star. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your travel speed isn't affected, so you will be able to move straight over that way. I'm just going to roll to determine if anything happens while you're out there. Okay, so something does happen as you're going along. Um, Bloody goblins. So, Siliqui, you're teaching Annette how to fight. Let's uh-huh. see. Starting on, you know, on the basic for... stuff for her. Yep. <laughs> you make a fist. Okay. Percival. Yes. Make me a perception roll, but unfortunately, because of the mist, it is going to be a disadvantage. Of course it is. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to roll two of them. Uh, four. You're sort of you're going along, and as I say, it's the mist is making the oppressive forest almost even more oppressive. It's the kind of mist that really you can feel the weight of it almost pressing down on you. You feel like if you had like an umbrella or something, you'd feel a bit silly for having it, but you're getting like soaked nonetheless. Yep. And there's an odd moment where you spot a log. Um, to one side of the river but the next moment you look it's gone so it just kind of it vanishes but you can't really you can't really explain it it doesn't appear again but it is just sort of that little that little odd thing that you just notice a lot of logs around here aren't there mm-hmm. 
So, the day passes. You make your way back onto the Shoshin Star again. Mm-hmm. By this point, the, you know, the light is already fading. Um, and you have to once more uh, rest up for the night. Um, who is going to go on the fourth watch of the night? So, well, I only need four hours sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to go on the fourth watch just because I, well, I got shot in the shoulder yesterday. <laughs> I'm letting someone else take one for the team today. <laughs> um, fourth watch, is that just before dawn? That is just before dawn, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do it also. Okie dokie. So, can I get perception rolls from the two of you? What have I done? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Six. Uh, <laughs> uh, <nine>. Redeeming <laughs> yourself there. I, I'm too busy, like, oh, just dear. writing some stuff in my notebook. I'm not actually really <laughs> doing a very good job of, of doing, <laughs> doing a watch. I'm... Fortunately, um, uh, that holds that holds true three. for the both of you. Um, uh, what's your what's your uh, modifiers with that? Is there anything mine. good, or is they just crap? My modifier, the perception, is zero. <laughs> as far as the two of you are aware, the night passes with no funny instances. Zibby, with a slightly higher roll, there's an odd moment where you where you hear a you hear a hiss, but you turn and you don't you don't see the source of the hiss. You sort of just like maybe you might you might potentially look over and think that maybe Percival is yanking your chain or something. <laughs> hey Percy, leave my chain alone. <laughs> I'm not going to touch your chain. At least not with, when you know about it. <laughs> the next day dawns, um, and the mist is it's persisting it hasn't let up it's kept on going um so mark off your insect repellent uh, yep and rana when you're ready give me another survival check so, uh, the day rations as well yeah uh, day rations yes 21 21 you're still on the shoshan star thankfully uh thankfully <laughs> rana hasn't got you lost good man rana <laughs> Um, Siliqui, uh, I sort of assume you're still trying to teach Inet some uh, some moves. I realise I didn't address this yesterday. Yeah, when we went back to the camp, we set camp up for the night as well, uh, with fire and food, which I'm assuming we sat down late. Um, I would have done mm-hmm. a bit, little bit of training with her there as well, like showing her some moves and how to wield and swing her club effectively, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, and... Uh, I'm getting her now and again to stand up in the canoe to work on her balance and stuff like that. Can she level you know, up? Not, not anything dangerous, but slightly kind of like, you know. Making, All right, okay, her, so. Uh, 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 Making her learn some balance, okay. No, I don't be standing right, on the edge of the boat. Or like, the uh, you know, or like. <laughs> She's going to fall in. Her quivers. This is not safe. Look, it's a do or die, okay? If do she falls in, it's her own fucking. No, it isn't. Her own, You're like, her. <laughs> I, I imagine this is just way. happening while she's while she's balancing. <laughs> uh, so Annette, um, Annette actually stuff. takes yeah. to Annette actually takes to your training, uh, Siliqui, and she's no adept, but the enthusiasm is there. Um, she does have this moment where she gets up and does this whole uh, balancing in the boat as it's going down the stream. 
Um, and while I imagine this actual this actual argument probably does break out between you and Percival, <laughs> just kind of like, just, I mean, what are on. you doing? Get her to sit down. This isn't safe. Look, there are logs everywhere. I'm training her. I had to learn. <laughs> I'm teaching. Inette Shush. manages to somehow she keeps <laughs> she keeps her balance and uh, and it's actually it's a little bit remarkable. It's kind of like you know it's not it's not your level of uh, balance, uh, Siliqui, but is definitely it's kind of like you can you recognise some talent there. <laughs> of course, I spent years. Well done, well done, Inette. I'm very proud. Now now keep at it. Let's see. Should we be moving along this river, by the way? Yeah. You are indeed. Sorry, I was just rolling to determine whether or not um, anything was happening. Okay. Um, and the day passes fairly uneventfully. Um, so you make it... That's that's two hexes, isn't it? Yeah, that's two hexes. Okay. Make it a little further down, down the Shoshan Star. So, once again, we have you guys camping for the night. That evening, under the stars... Um, Undril maybe you know, has some stories to share about the Order of the Gauntlet. It's been a couple of days since the attack now, so maybe you're starting to feel a little bit, little bit calmer. You've not yet seen anything more aggressive. You're still alert, but you know you're starting to sort of feel a little bit more normal now. And uh, she talks to you about some of the adventures she's heard about of some of the Order of the Gauntlet, some of the heroic battles they've had. Sorry, who's this? Is that Annette or Undril? Undril. Okay, yeah, right. Undril is the one with the stories. Uh, so, uh, I realised last time I kind of rolled without actually asking. So, um, four watches. Who's on each watch? It's probably better for me to do the just before dawn watch anyway. People um, that yep. need to be able to see, basically. Not yeah. being able to see. I will do some of the darker watches. I can do up to four hours worth. Same. I'm actually just going to quickly now make a sort of rotor. So that we know each of the stages in these sort of generic checks, we know who is where. This is like being at work. This is terrible. Sorry. <laughs> just a, just Go a... clean the toilet. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> so, first watch. Two people to go on the first watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Percival? I've got uh, Dark Vision, uh, so I'm going to go a bit later. Who else is going to go, Percival? Don't forget, we've got Any volunteers? Well. We've, got, we've got Andrel, and we've got. Is Andrel. Got dark vision. She has, isn't she? Andrew does. Uh, Andrew has dark vision. I don't have dark vision either. Zippy wants to go more in the, you know, in the morning. So, but you know, like hmm? I'll go Inet. second. I'll go second with Andrew. Okay. You go second with Andrew. So Annette will join. Annette will join Percival. Okay. Oh God. Well, oh. whilst uh, okay. Percival, you better not kill her. No, she's I'm, my student I, now. I do want to talk to her though. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, sorry, no, I'm just, I'm just noting down the, noting down which one so far. Uh, third, third watch. Uh, I'll do is third watch. Still, is that going to be sort of late, latish night time now? Yeah, that's late it's night time. Dark. So yep. that's going to so, be you've had, you'd have had your four hours sleep at that point, um, Siliqui. Yeah. So me and I would like not be on my own just because it might hmm? be useful to not die. Uh, is there anybody um, else there? So first and. Zibby would be the only one. one that hasn't had, that hasn't taken part in a watch by that point. But he's going to do the, last, the last two last hours. Uh, yeah, so I'll be doing the, I'll be doing the last, the last watch. I mean, yeah. the last one. So I would imagine either Percival or Annette would want to be taking over. Per, uh, Percival. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy you need, to do that. You're half elf as well, yeah. aren't you? So you can do four hours worth of sleep and still have a full night. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so it might be worth me and Percival again. I really hope it doesn't okay, go the same way as last time. <laughs> oh, 
fucking goblins. <sighs> and then, uh, duh, 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 duh. so uh, Zibby want, is on the fourth watch. And, I can stay with Zibby uh, as well because I could do four hours. Okay, dokie. Okay, so Percival and Inet, uh, what do you what do you want to say to Inet, um, Percival? Okay, so uh, uh, we're just sat around the campfire, and. Um, Yes, and as as uh, me me sat down, I'm just writing in a book, and uh, and Percival just turns around, and, uh, gives a net. Of course, you're bloody writing in a book. Sorry, <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, of course you're bloody writing in a book. <laughs> writing about my lo- latest exploits, um, looking at logs. You know, um, <laughs> uh, in, in it, um I, I, I know that we, we've kind of covered a lot of this stuff previously, and I know that you you did say that obviously we we couldn't scry on uh, on anybody when we're outside, and so we have to go back to obviously the you know the the temple and Portnians are all, all that kind of stuff. Um, you, it was mentioned that we we couldn't scry on anybody unless we had a name. Is that right? As you've been sort of talking, at first she's sort of staring off into the distance. And uh, give me an inside check. Okay. Hey. Nope. Uh-huh. It's a straight nineteen. Yeah. All right. It sort of dawns on you as you're talking that Annette is only really half listening to you. She's sort of she's looking off into the distance as if as if trying to as if trying to see something better. In it, are you, are you okay? After you sort of stop, there's like that pause, and she just kind of goes, "What? What? Sorry, uh, 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 it's crying." In it, I've no, I've I've noticed you've been a little bit distracted recently. Is everything okay? Oh, I just, I thought I saw eyes over there a minute ago. Where? It it probably probably was nothing. I I can't no, no, I can't no, see no, them no. now, but no. Oh. It, we're on watch. That means we watch things. And if things are watching us, that's not good. Right. Remember? That's what we're meant to do. Okay. Tell me these things. Well, whereabouts? It was just there. And she sort of points towards where two trees are sort of growing together. There is a gap between them, but it almost looks like they have a common trunk. And then they sort of fan away from each other. Okay. And she says, it's like, I thought I saw eyes between those trees mm. now, if you want to have a have a look give me a perception roll yeah considering you've got dark vision and she has yeah well I don't know how good it's going to be <laughs> for oh, fuck's <God>. sake <laughs> oh well that was a waste of my student wasn't I mean it? <laughs> I, I am buying it the best <laughs> three <laughs> you yep you you even you even wander over there uh, to have a closer look, but you just yep. As far as you can tell, there's nothing. Maybe Annette just just uh, imagined it. No, I can't really see anything. What did they look like? Difficult to describe. Not humanized. Like this kind of sounds strange, but like crab eyes almost. What like on stalks? Yeah, it was creepy. Mm. But you can't see anything either. Maybe I did imagine it. 
maybe maybe the heat's just getting to me. Yeah, well, which is weird because I'm a native of Cholton. This heat should be normal for me, but never mind. <laughs> well, let's just gloss over that. Um, <laughs> gloss over that. What was your question about the scrying again? Um. Okay. Well, I know that Grandfather uh, September. He he basically said that we needed a name or something like that. I know picture, whatever of um, of the thing or person that we're going to be scrying on. Is that right? Yes. Uh, generally speaking, a scryer is better prepared for finding information or people the more they know about them. So, yes, uh, a, a portrait, a, an actual memory of the object in question, um, uh, a, a name, for example, that, that, that tends to make scrying something a lot easier. Right. For example, this source of the... Of the death curse that um, the party before looked for they had no idea what the source was called and that made it near impossible to find anything that's exactly what I was going to say no I think we know what it's called you do yes what's what's the name of it it's um the soulmonger soulmonger she sort of glances down sort of like just sort of thinking soulmonger that's not a name that... Well, it's a name to chill the blood, but not one not one I recognise at all. No. How did you find out this? Well, uh, essentially our employer, um, she she, uh, she gave us the information. Um, but, you know, certain people in the party probably forgot to say anything. Well, a name would certainly help with with divining more about this thing. Um, as I say, it's it's makes some sense then as to why it was so difficult to find. Uh, even if it even if it isn't cloaked, it would be hard to locate something like that just with without even the basic knowledge of it. So if we went back to Grandfather's Zatembe and we said, you know, Grandfather, check this out. We know the name. Give us some more clues here you go you think it would help it, perhaps a little a little politer perhaps but yes something <laughs> something along those lines i don't understand <laughs> what you've just said okay um <laughs> man it's so hard keeping up being a dick for this long <laughs> don't lie john it's natural completely i'm loving it i am loving it um <laughs> Um, okay, no, that's that's it's good to know. Thank, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate that, Net. You're you're very you're very welcome, um, uh, Mr. Silverlight. I think it's actually Annetta. It is well, Annetta. whatever your name is. <laughs> uh, right. Um, is there anything else you wanted to ask no. of Annetta? No. Um, that, fair enough. Now you just go. You go back to back to drawing your books drawing your books writing your books yeah just writing more notes are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama part solo D&D RPG there's no plot armor here the dice make all the important decisions 
Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. On second watch, we have Rana and Undril. Uh, Toby, is there anything you want to ask of uh, Undril, or anything you particularly want to do? Oh, um, sorry, if, um, if it is... Uh, Rana, who's next? Uh, as as we're changing over, um, I am gonna actually say to um, uh, to Rana that Inet saw these kind of crab-like eyes. Do you think that might mm. be anything? I'm not totally sure. I think she might be losing it because of the heat. <laughs> um, does Rana recognise? Can I do a, a, a nature check to see if I recognise anything about crab-like eyes? Uh... Anything I've encountered in the jungle before? Yeah, make me a nature check. Natural 20. <laughs> My first one. Yay! <laughs> okay, right. So. That's derailed your plans, isn't it? A <laughs> little bit. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say no. <laughs> um, Alright. That'll teach yeah. you. Damn it, the dice giveth and the dice taketh away. Um, <laughs> right. For everyone. So, Rana, um, the mention of crab-like eyes, and particularly the interesting thing about uh, the description, and as uh, as Percival sort of points out where the eyes were seen, the interesting thing about it is that it sort of was was at a point where it would be about, you know, maybe the size of a man, and what this awakens in the back of your memory like a uh, a childhood memory um, is tales of these creatures known as the Aldani and the Aldani uh, were supposedly what the Aldani Basin was named for and uh, these particular creatures what you can remember about them was the story essentially told of a fisher folk that um, lobster folk that what did you say? Sorry, I was just looking at what how's uh, Al- Al- Danny lobster folk. You're not supposed to look up the information. <laughs> no, 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 I was only looking at the name. Um, it's uh, it's just like Aye. how is that spelled? I don't know anything about it, mm. but yeah. Hi. Uh, no, you don't. Um, but anyway, I'm talking uh, to me anyway, not as not a soliloquy. So yeah, <laughs> I yeah no, I I I realise I'm just kind of here, just like indignant, just kind of like no, I hold all the cards. Thank you very much. Don't you tell me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, the lobster folk. Uh, the tale basically goes that a tribe of ancient Cholton humans lived on the river, and they upset the head god of Chalt by overfishing the rivers in and around the Aldani Basin and as uh, punishment for this uh, lack of what should we say lack of consideration for the ecosystem these people were transformed into half human half lobster monstrosities legend has it that all of the Aldani were driven into extinction driven into hiding Certainly, as far as you know, nobody has ever seen one, um, and certainly you have never seen one. 
so it's as I say it's one of these things that you were told as a child to sort of frighten children around the campfire but mention of crab eyes at about the right height where a, where a person would stand does make the skin crawl a little bit okay understood mm-hmm. um I'll I'll mention to Undril I'll pass the information on I'll say hmm strange eyes in the dark best to keep watch your eyes are better than mine and I'll motion towards the quadrant of the jungle uh, where the eyes were seen mm-hmm. and then I'll take up my position back to the fire on the opposite side uh, looking in the opposite side to Undril uh, so make me a perception check and you can make it with advantage rather <laughs> 17 oops or 17 <laughs> with advantage so 17 okay thank you I was gonna say I, uh, if I get my perception yeah. bonus it's plus 5 so I'm on 22 <laughs> yeah. the, the forest the forest is in tune with you this evening and uh, but unfortunately <laughs> there is no sign any further of any sort of lobster folk it is entirely possible perhaps perhaps Inet made it up or, or was seeing things it can happen to the best of us absolutely in which case I'll just I'll I'll, I'll carry on my watch okie dokie uh, as per normal but if nothing else happens I'll just carry on my watch as yep I'm afraid yeah be, beyond that there's nothing else more exciting for, for your watch um, Siliqui right. and Percival you will take over from Rana Anything in particular mm-hmm. you guys want to do or, or interact with? Uh, obviously, I, I tell Siliqui about crab dude. Would I have heard mm-hmm. of, uh, because of my adventures and things that I've been on previously, would I have heard of Lobster Folk or anything? No. Uh, in your adventures, you wouldn't have come to Chalt. This is a pretty Chalt-specific... Oh, I, um, if I've been talking to Robert and things, would he have ever told me about anything to do with that kid's story? You know, or anything to do with anything like that? Uh, what to do with uh, with lobster folk? Or yeah, it, you know, would it would it have only been very very exclusive to Chalt that it would have been like for scary stories for children, or would it have actually kind of gone further out than Chalt? I I don't know. In the wider Forgotten Realms, I don't know it well enough to know if similar lobster folk stories or or mm. or actual you know monsters would exist anywhere else in the world. As far as I'm aware, in this campaign, um. They are something. They are something of a myth. Um, like if you asked anybody important in Zaro, they probably wouldn't be able to tell you anything about them, and would probably just laugh at you as, as for making something up. And as I say, even Rana heard it as a child, but has never particularly taken it seriously as something that actually lives in the jungle. So, as I'm swapping, so as we're swapping, then um, Percival's mm-hmm. telling me about these people. Is Rana still awake, or has he just gone? No, we, um, we, I imagine we would have... Are we not on pass? We, well, we would have told each other, like, have you seen anything? No. Yeah, you might have a quick no, converse, but Rana would need to just go off to sleep to gain the benefits yeah. of I was just well, wondering, if, if Rana was still stood there on the way, you know, like, on passing when uh, Percival told me, then I may have asked Rana about it, or <laughs> if he could draw me a picture, or if he knew if they were dangerous, or anything like that, but if he... If we've missed him, you know, if he's gone to bed. Uh, I don't think I don't think Rana oh, okay. knows enough about them. No, I mean, from Rana's from Rana's perspective, they're a they're a sort of a mythical boogeyman, but no one knows if they're directly dangerous. They're just 
a thing which people said used to live here once upon a yeah. time. But he doesn't know any more of that, and I don't think Rana would necessarily take okay. it seriously. And as well as that, it's third-hand information. Yeah, the story was kind of like it's. It was from what Rana can remember. It's kind of like a. It's a hubris tale, basically. So okay. it's yeah, it's that kind of thing. It might have been real. Yeah. It might have been an allegory for something completely different. He doesn't really know. Okay, so in that case, so we sat around the campfire, I'm assuming, like facing out or whatever to keep, you know, to keep watch or whatever. Is that mm-hmm. right? Um, so uh, yep. I say to Percival, so Percival, yeah. you've been on some adventures. Um, tell me a story from one of your books. Well, uh, Karen, looking into the distance, keep an eye. But don't stop looking. Keep a look. I'm not sure we've got enough time this evening. To... <laughs> Where do I start? I mean, it's, uh... it's it's half it's half it's half eleven, and we want to get to bed before three. So <laughs> that is a good point. And and I regale her with the most amazing story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, hang on, let let me roll for performance. <laughs> yeah, by all means. Ten. <laughs> uh, and what's your performance? A twelve. Check? Yeah, I get a twelve on that. So, yeah, I imagine, Siligree, you're probably, like, listening, but you're more just kind of, like, automatically every five minutes going, oh, wow, uh-huh, yeah, and then what? And can I roll for to whether I even believe him? Um, or whether I think it's... Yeah, sure, yeah, make it make of, an insight check. Or whether I think it's 20% truth and 80% flourish. Ooh, 18. 18. And, uh, Interesting. Insight, um, did you say? Uh, you did say insight, yes. Uh, okay. First of all, uh, can so, you <laughs> whisper to me whether it was whether it was whether it's a true story or something you fabricated? Well, you know how much of it was truth. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Did anybody see that? I can't see anything. No. Um, bear with me. Uh, keep, uh, bear with me. Should I <laughs> should I do uh, uh, a roll for that? I can do a. No, no, I'm afraid. I'm afraid you did kind of do your role. Oh, I'm afraid. Well, well, that was more performance. <laughs> How elaborate it was. Yeah. Uh, was it GM? For anyone mad enough to be listening at this point, uh, we're just kind of doing a bunch of whispering at the minute. Sorry. So, okay, uh, right. <laughs> apolo- apologies <laughs> in advance. Or right, thank you, thanks. I could just see this a crazy is... like keyboard warrior typing. <laughs> I don't think anybody else can see that. We can't see no. anything. Good. Although, don't do what I did when I was chatting to the DM and got really far, you know, fine, and then I put the answer, the very end bit, I forgot to put the whisper bit at the front of. <laughs> I appreciate the your rest patience. of the guys are asleep. I appreciate they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. It's just me right. sat there going. Percival, uh, what's going? Why, mean, why are you just looking in the air and not asking? There was that one time when I managed to defeat an entire uh, tribe of orcs. Um, really, really difficult. Okay. Um. So, oh, <laughs> is that my answer? Uh, yes. Okay. So in this way, in this way, in this way, neither of you knows what I've told That's the other. That's very cool. Hopefully. That's actually very cool. Yep. Nicely done, Greg. So you can keep you can keep role playing. Cool. <laughs> Your watch uh, passes without notice. Um, so we move on to Zibby and Siliqui. So Percival goes off to bed, and uh, mm-hmm. Zibby Zibby comes to join the party. Zibby and Siliqui, or Zibby and um, Andrew? I know, I've still got two hours to uh, that I can stay up for. I have I, I have Zibby and Siliqui written up. now. 
Yeah, Andrew's yeah. already up with okay, the um, Yeah. Uh, Andrew doesn't run. have doesn't have the ability of the of the elves to just sleep for two hours. No, four hours even. Whereas Silicon yeah. and No, sorry, I thought she'd only that she, I thought she's only doing one. Right. Okay, thanks. So uh, anything in particular you guys want to talk about? Hello, Zibby. I'm sorry that I'm not I'm sorry that I'm not uh, Andre, I know you would probably prefer her, but here I am. Sorry, Siliqui, from, from the tent you hear Andrew say, I heard that. <laughs> I was being flattery. I said, I know you probably prefer her. Uh, but, you know, it's me. Sorry, here I am. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Andre, you're wonderful. Uh, go back to sleep. <laughs> um... Anyway, <laughs> so Zibby's um, busy sniggering into the back of his hand. <laughs> Don't you laugh? <laughs> that was your fault. I thought I'd be nice. Don't blame me, Lassie. I didn't say a thing. <laughs> All right. Um, Percival told me that um, uh, in Netta she saw a um, she saw some eyes, and they they looked like like a crab. Now I, I um, I've I've not heard of a crab. Crab. Why are you listening? Percival, go to sleep. It's not your turn. Anyway, a crab. Right? Uh, she said right. that she saw some crab eyes um, through, through a, a tree. And it was, um, it was about the size of a human. Um, now, we haven't seen anything since, but, you know, you should be aware that there, may, there might be a crab-type thing. I've not heard of one. But um, I don't know where that accent went. You're, you're going more and more in <laughs> She pronounces it choo. A crab. <laughs> um, crab. Uh, how would you say crab in Welsh? I have no idea. <laughs> how would you say crab in Welsh? Crab. I don't crab. know if it's the most important anyway, thing. Um, <laughs> snippy, snippy. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's like a yeah, crabby thing. Um, but be aware. Are you okay, though? Oh, I am fine there. I'm fine there, that's it. I'm not entirely sure I believe in a giant, a giant crabby thing sneaking through the jungle, peering into people's tents. It sounds a bit like uh, a thing to make children behave when they're naughty. Uh, have you heard of a crab, crab people before? Uh, no. No, 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 me. I, I thought it maybe. Maybe she's seeing things in it. You know, her mind's uh, running wild. I think that's probably. I think that may. I think that may be right. I think she may be um, losing it. Maybe just a teeny weeny bit. I think it's a very stressful time. That she's she's not been in combat in a fight really before. Um, I lo- I am very proud that she is learning what I'm teaching her. I well, I've been watching in the boat, and uh, yeah, uh, you seem to be doing all right with that. As long as she can hit people with that wee stick she carries, that'll be fine. Exactly. I think tomorrow I might try and teach her a bit of meditation, and a, a, how to meditate. But I think that might help her focus. If she's seeing giant crab things in the forest, she may need to stop medicating. <laughs> I see what you did there, Zibi. <laughs> you're, you're a funny man, Zibi. Aye, uh, it has been mentioned in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Just on occasion. Along with other things as well, but yeah, I've been told I'm funny on occasion. <laughs> Once or twice, yeah. I, I, well, I, I wouldn't want to be uh, too boastful mm-hmm. about that. Will you guys uh, please give me a perception roll each? Mm. 
round off to round off the evening. Uh, perception plus three. Right. Okay. Hang on. Um, so Eighty. Uh, Twenty-three. Uh, Twelve. Mm-hmm. This is better than last time. Okie dokie. Much like the hours before, um, though you're able to, to pierce the veil of night, so to speak, and see around you, nothing more of interest uh, arrives to disturb your slumber tonight. You have uh, passed through the night of the night. The sunlight starts to filter through, and at long last, the mist seems to have lifted. It has now devolved into a light drizzle, as opposed to <laughs> a proper mist. Oh, thank the gods, they might actually help uh, fill our rain catches now. Indeed. So last night, if you had just been relying on the rain catchers, they would only have caught a quarter of a gallon. Whereas uh, this evening, with light rain today, if you left them out overnight, uh, you would be able to collect one gallon. It's not a massive improvement, but you know, it's not loads, is it? It's not fantastic. Is hang on, is that is that one gallon Uh, for each rain catcher? Yeah, for each rain catcher. So with the with the three rain so catchers, you've got to be able to collect three gallons if you leave them out tonight, um, without okay. any spell slots. So one and a half people's things. Yeah, yeah. All right. pretty much. Cool. In order to get anything really decent, you need like tropical thunder, and that then comes with its own problems. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's the, a bit. This is so brutal. It really is. Like, to actually, yeah, without without creative or destroy magic, I genuinely would need you guys to, like, be camped in one place for a couple of nights just to collect up enough water. Um, well, hopefully, like, because we're level re- two now, um, hopefully hmm. between Zibby and Rana, if Zibby's run out of slots but Rana hasn't, then Rana can hmm. use his spell slot to do the purify water and I... get enough for us all, or vice versa. Yeah. I would recommend on, like, future expeditions maybe investing in, like, a barrel because you can get a barrel for a couple of gold pieces according to the player's handbook and it has like 40 gallons. Is it not it. difficult to just walk around carrying a barrel though? Well, you'd have to have it in the boat. You couldn't carry it. <laughs> yeah, you need it you need it in a boat or you need it on an animal of some kind. We can buy a dinosaur. <laughs> wow. This this is suddenly a whole new dimension. I was about to say Rhino could wild shape into something big and just carry it, but then he'd only have another one, one of the wild shape. <laughs> Less of a velociraptor just turns into a t- so, Rana, do just I turns into a like Tyceratops. Oh man! <laughs> okay, should I do? I'll do one more roll then. Yeah, one more roll, and it's actually this time it's with advantage because the it's with advantage because the mist has cleared. Wow. Oh god! Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, God. Oh, can you, no. uh, do, you, do you have inspiration? Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Is that good uh, enough? No. Oh, however, though, actually, having said that, guys, um, both, <laughs> well, inspiration isn't going to help because it only gives somebody advantage. <laughs> and he already had advantage. Oh, yes. Yeah. Would, I, would 13 um, be good enough, though, to not be lost? Hang on a second. Uh, unfortunately, no. That is <laughs> that is a that is a lost. I'm afraid. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to determine where you guys have ended up. Rana has only got thirty percent of it wrong this time, as opposed to fifty percent for the last go with uh, getting lost. So, you know, it's improvement. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's up. it's surprising though that on the two mist-covered days, um, you uh, <laughs> you, you had nothing at all. Great. Um, and yet, yeah, on the day when it's actually clear, you've got lost. <laughs> so you have moved. Unfortunately, that does mean that we won't be seeing Cam Righteous. I'm afraid. No. 
Is there a chance that we can get to Camp Righteous before we run out of rations, though? I guess we'll find out next time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You will have to find out next time. Yeah. yeah. If you want to, if you want to hold that there, <laughs> you guys are lost. Um, how can you get us lost? We're we're going up river. <laughs> it's a big river. There is a method for working out where you guys go if you're lost, and I'm just I'm following it to the letter, and you'll be furious when you see which way you went. <laughs> oh god, we've gone backwards, haven't we? We're back at fucking Portland. <laughs> we've, we've ended up at the top of a mountain, gang. We're probably like here. Where's the river? <laughs> yeah. Or we're or here. We're in Yelia. Yeah. <laughs> With no supplies, nothing. <laughs>